Hey guys, welcome to the Marriage Adventure Podcast. We're your host, Daniel Bonnie Hoover, and we're so, so glad that you're here with us. We hope you're having a good week so far, and thank you for joining us on the episode. I think yeah. it's going to be a great, great day. So, so we're sitting in the barn, and mm-hmm. um, and we have these windows in the barn, and um, as much as we try to clean them, Bonnie, <laughs> what happens? <laughs> oh, so it's... It's annoying and endearing at the same time because we have these horses in our back pasture and we'll be sitting in the barn and you'll start, you'll look out and there is a horse face just staring through the window, but they're not just looking in, they're rubbing their nose across the back glass or they have a clump of grass in their mouth with dirt attached to the bottom and they just rub it across. Like like wiping the window with the dirt and grass Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they leave this... Yeah, it's cute to look out and see their face, but then it, I'm like, really? Why are you? What? No, no, stop. As yeah. much as you try to clean them. Yeah, you it's can't get just, it clean. Mm-hmm. It's just going to happen. And so that reminded me of, um, when we saw that, it reminded me, I just got some new glasses. And it's really funny because kind of at this, you know, it, when you're, like I see 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds and getting glasses is really cool uh, and really yeah. trendy and all that kind of stuff. Um, but like I'm at the age now to where like, I, I really need to be wearing my glasses all the time. I know me too. And, I'm too um, vain. But I, I just started making myself cause I really need them all the time. And, uh, but my last pair of glasses had gotten really bad because mm-hmm. I didn't keep them on all the time. I would pull them on and I'd pull them off and I, they'd get scratched because I just set them down somewhere and that's why they, they got so bad scratched, I couldn't really see out of them. And so I had to go get a new pair of glasses. It's, and now it I'm like... It stinks getting old. I'm just going <laughs> to... Now I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to wear them all the time. And uh-huh. that way I don't have to set them down and all that. Because I really just need them for reading. Um, but you think I need them for driving. Well, so mm, that's, that's fine. That's so, another story. Well, I, I'm the same way. I use mine. I... I uh, I actually have mine sitting right here because I know I'm going to have to read something in a minute, but I'm not wearing them all the time. So I, why I, don't you wear yours all the time? I don't Bonnie? know. Same reason Share you didn't. Us. Same reason you didn't. So which leads us in uh, into our topic today, mm-hmm. um, and and it's how when when I'm looking through when I was looking through really scratched glasses and lenses, it affected everything I saw. It mm-hmm. affected the way I saw the world. And, uh, and in the same way, the, the, way, the lenses we view our spouse through, mm-hmm. it makes all the difference in how we relate to our spouse, how we relate to them. Oh, yeah. I mean, when we first start, so you think about the whole dating process and, you know, you kind of see somebody, you scope them out and it's like they, you see them and their perfection from a distance. It's like, wow, that's a good looking guy. That's a good looking girl, whatever. And, you know, and you're just kind of like, man, they seem to have it all together. That's pretty amazing. And so when you start dating, you, you've got that. Rose colored glasses. It's unspotted. It's yeah. Rose colored glasses. There's no blemish. Which which for those people who don't understand, what does that mean? Rose colored glasses. Maybe you haven't. Oh, yeah. The whole rose-colored glasses idea is that everything is a beautiful picture. It's rosy and pretty and all that. And it it is truly, you know, when you start dating somebody, you've got a clean palette. There's no, you're writing this story as you go. You've got a blank slate and you're seeing 
them as they're intended to be and all their perfection <laughs> and wonderful and beautiful and and there's there's no your glasses are not spotted yet because you don't have any hurt you don't have any baggage you're just starting from scratch and when does that um when does the lenses begin to get a little tainted when do they begin to get a little dirty well i think the first time that they you, pick up grass and rub your window with it. <laughs> the first time that they rub you the wrong way, the first time that they, oh, oh, that is weird that they do that. Or, mm, I, you you inflicted harm on me. You hurt me. You, wow, that's not first the way. First time you lose trust with them. Yep. Maybe or, they're dishonest. Or they don't meet an expectation. It's mm. like, oh, they're not perfect. They're not, you know, you, you do kind of get a little dirt on the glasses and you start seeing them through, okay. Yep, that that's still great, better than anything else I've seen. But it, you know, they're they're not perfect, and then we start over time. Okay, so this so this is reality. You know, that reality yeah. sets in, and it's um and sometimes and you know we've talked about the five love languages, but there's that limerent stage where most you know early in the dating that you see everything almost imperfection even when no everybody else sees all the spots you live life in your relationship with rose-colored glasses when you're when you're in that yeah. limerent stage which is usually the first year or two of your relationship yeah. and then you know reality sets in and you start seeing okay there are a few I, oh i see what my i see what my friend said saw in you know the yeah. oh that's not perfect or whatever and um but we we see each other the longer we're dating or the longer we're married, yeah. we start seeing each other through the lens of my expectations or through the lens of how yep. you've treated me or how you've treated others. And, and those glasses, those rose-colored glasses get set aside. I'll never forget when um, the first, when I first saw you through not rose-colored glasses. Oh, great. When that first happened. Oh, really? Yeah. It was last week. Uh-huh. And, uh <laughs> Sure. Well, do tell. I'm a little nervous no, to hear this. But. I'm just kidding. But what if, um, what if we could see our spouse through um, the way God sees them? What if we could see our spouse through the lenses, not rose-colored lenses, mm-hmm. not lenses that we concoct or that we think should be there Mm -hmm. but what if we could see our spouse through the lens that god sees them through through a proper understanding of who they are i think it would change a lot and that's what we're going to talk about yep so talking about seeing our spouse through proper lenses over time as we talk about this rose-colored glasses and and how we see our spouse as things happen in our marriage, as we live life, whether you've been married five years, 10 years, 20 years, things pile up and things get tough. And sometimes you just need a reset. Sometimes you need to get away and debrief things that's going on in your relationship. And that's what we offer here at the Marriage Adventure through our reset intensives. What is a reset? Maybe you and your spouse have walked through a lot. Maybe you and your spouse have, have, maybe you've endured empty nest or a job change or a long-term illness, or maybe some just years of disconnection and you need a reset. You need to just kind of debrief what's happened. Bonnie and I went on a debrief not long ago and it was one of the most powerful things 
that we participated in. And so we wanted to offer that here at the Marriage Adventure at the Little White Barn. So go to themarriageadventure.com and look at our reset intensives. It's three days, all inclusive. You get meals, you get lodging, you get about 16 to 18 hours worth of counseling and coaching. It could be the greatest thing for your marriage. Check it out at themarriageadventure.com. So we're talking today about how we see our spouse. Um, you know, when we first meet somebody, we, we see them for the potential that that relationship could hold. We see them in, um, you know, we, we come into it, we said it with a clean slate, there's no baggage, no personal hurt attached. And can you imagine going all the way back to creation when God created Eve and brought her to Adam and he saw her truly mm. in her perfection and unblemished and he she saw him in his perfection unblemished there'd been no sin Mm-mm. there'd been no hurt there'd been no um well I heard this about her there was nobody else to tell yeah, you know yeah, yeah. it was just as God created them and can you imagine Adam man seeing a woman for the first time ever mm-hmm I mean, I mean, somebody, I, I can't remember the quote, but it said, the female body is too much for man to behold and understand. <laughs> and so seeing it for the first time, and I don't even talk about it in a sexual way, well, that included, but I mean, seeing it for the first time, could you imagine, mm-hmm. the old joke is the reason woman is called woman is because Adam said, whoa, man, yeah, right? Yeah, and so yeah, you yeah, probably, yeah. probably heard that before. Dad joke. But I could, I could, uh, but I could imagine I can't imagine that. All right. You know. And, you know, it's it's the way God created us to view each other mm-hmm. originally. It was his perfection um, and us bearing his image. Um, and we are truly his image bearers. Mm-hmm. And Genesis 1, 26 through 27, then God said, let us make mankind in our image in our likeness so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image and the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them Mm. and in perfect relationship with himself, he created us to be able to have that relationship with other people. So let's, can we unpack that for just a second? Because I remember reading that for years in his image and I've always struggled with it because I always wondered, well, does that, does God have arms? Does he have Mm -hmm. legs? Does he, what does that mean? What does that mean that we're created in the image of God? So I think, I think as we look at scripture, he said in our image. So mm-hmm. we know that the Trinity was there at creation, the father, mm-hmm. the son, the Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. And so when we look at characteristics of God and we look at characteristics of Christ, we look at characteristics of the Holy spirit. Those were all characteristics. I think that he put in mankind. Mm. And I think that there's characteristics that identify that, that characterize females. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, we're not going to blanket statement all females. There's some overlap and different things like that in characteristics, um, you know, from traditional mindset to non-traditional mindset of what 
you know, females are, mm-hmm. men are. Like, for instance, you enjoy yard work, right? <laughs> a lot yeah. of traditionalists would say, no, men do outside, women do inside. But when we look at the character of God and we begin to see what he put into females, mm-hmm. what he put into males, I think that in females we see that um, you, females typically want to be pursued. Mm-hmm. They want to be loved by their spouse above all. Mm-hmm. Females are nurturing. Mm-hmm. Females uh, tend to, when, when our kids get hurt, they don't come to me. They come to you, right? Yeah. Uh, when they want to have fun, they come to me. Um, but then <laughs> well, when they get hurt that, having fun, they go to you. Well, it is that part of the male, the maleness that is that adventure and, mm-hmm. and pursuing you know, thrill and pursuing mm. and, and drive. And now, like we said, we can't blanket that for every man and every woman, but right. there are those characteristics that overall somewhere you see in, in mankind, you see that heart of God through nurturing mm-hmm. and through pursuit of adventure and through protecting loving, protecting and, 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 and doing mm-hmm. battle for. Yeah. I also think that we create that when we look at this passage and he made mankind in our image, is that God always intended that man, um, that, that, that the Godhead would reside mm. in man. Mm-hmm. And we would reflect his image as his image bearers because he resides in us. Mm-hmm. And, um, and man, that just changed everything for me when I realized that when God said, reflect my image, it's the image of Christ. Yeah showing through us Mm -hmm. and that and that was the way he created us in perfection and right relationship with him and then of course sin entered and that was broken and no longer were we that perfect reflection of him because christ was not you know living through us anymore until christ comes and then Mm -hmm. he he indwells us again through salvation then we have that opportunity to reflect him Mm -hmm. in everything that we do so um but the the longer we're married and these quote unquote rose colored glasses begin to fall off mm-hmm. and we begin to make mistakes, we begin to misstep or we, you know, leave the towel on the floor, whatever it, yeah. whatever it is, mm-hmm. small or large, um, we begin to accrue this relational debt mm-hmm. by the way we unintentionally or intentionally mm-hmm. Um, hurt each other and after many years we no longer have the luxury of wearing these unspotted glasses like these glasses Mm -hmm. I have on now they're they're new and I protected Mm -hmm. them but but over time they'll get scratches on them and it'll affect the way I view and and the same thing happens in our marriage is that as we live life especially, and we've talked about it before, if we don't forgive quickly Mm -hmm. and we don't have grace on each other, then what begins to happen is these lenses get scratched and marred. Mm -hmm. And the way I view you is very tainted. Well, and if we view our spouse through a tainted lens, we're going to treat them the way we see them. Yeah. If we see them as someone who... Um, has hurt us and is not worthy for me to give respect to. That's how we're going to treat them. If we tr- if we see them as someone, um, you know, who has damaged us, we're going to have the the um, heart to damage them back in a lot of ways. And so, um, one day we're going to be restored to glory, and we'll see yeah. we'll see as God sees, yeah. and we'll have. Um, I'll get know. my hair back. 
you don't know. Maybe perfection is baldness. That's, and my dad used to say that. He used to say, God only made so many many people perfect, and the rest he had to put hair on to cover up his mistake. <laughs> that, that's good. That's <laughs> so. good. But, you know, in the meantime, while we're living here in broken vessels, um, you know, we're, we're going to not be able to see perfectly. And, and Jesus, you know, when we're in Christ, God sees us for who we really are. And he, when we're in Christ, allows us to see people with proper perspective if we're asking him for that. And so, um, so back in the, I guess in the spring, I was reading, in devotions with my kids, with our kids, we were, I was going through a book with them and I read pretty much all last year. It took us the whole school year to read, probably started in December, January. What's the name of that book? um, How to Worship a King, which is good. I mean, it's not, there's some things that were, you know, I didn't theologically um, align with, but for the most part, it was a really good book. Who's it by? uh, Sorry. um, Zach Neese. Zach Neese, How to Worship a King. But one thing that he read that he he shared this story of how he began to see his wife differently because he asked God, he said, Lord, help me begin to see her the way you see her. And he prayed that because they were in some conflict and, and he started just, you know, they were lashing out and, and he said, God, I, I want to see her the way you see her. And he shares this story of how one night as he slept, he said, God answered that prayer. And, and I can't just retell this. I really want to read his yeah. words because it's it's unbelievable. So he said, do you know the feeling of closing your eyes and turning your face up to the spring sun? You can see it through your eyelids and feel its warmth tingling on the skin of your face. That is what woke me up that night. The left side of my face had a bright, warm light shining on it. When I opened my eyes, the room was illuminated by a golden glow. And turning to my left, I saw why Jen, that's his wife, was made out of gold. There she lay, uncovered in the bed beside me, the most beautiful thing I had ever seen in my life. She looked as if her skin and hair were spun from gold. But it wasn't gold. It was perfection. It was glory radiating from her pores and glowing in a halo that encircled her sleeping form. Jen's complexion was smooth and flawless, not a wrinkle, scar, or blemish. Her form was exquisite, womanly perfection. Her face was a portrait of stillness, peace, and elegance. And all around her, a halo glowed and throbbed like a fairy ring around the moon. Jen was entirely enveloped in glory. Now I know why Peter said such stupid things on the Mount of Transfiguration. Jen's beauty scrambled my brains. She was so beautiful that I forgot she was my wife. She was ineffably beautiful. I could understand what the male speaker in the Song of Solomon's thinking was when he said, You are all fair, my love, and there's no spot in you. The only thought my enraptured mind could form was, I wonder if I can touch her. Wow. I mean, mm. just that that view of this is how God sees us. Yeah. And it truly is how God sees you. Yeah, He sees you in a perfected state. He sees you in this glorious form that if I could wrap my head around that, that's almost this oh my goodness, are you, you're untouchable. Mm. I mean, it's, it's so, it's hard to believe. In, in our next episode, we're going to talk about how we, we see ourselves, but it's really hard to believe that God sees us mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. And I think too many times we, we forget that 
okay, let's start with a blank slate and see each other the way we did mm-hmm. unspotted because talking about forgiving freely and all that, but if we could not only just, we need to begin to see our spouse the way God sees them and mm-hmm. that would change the way we treat each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so That's true. So how, how does God see our spouse? First Corinthians six, nine through 11 says this, it says, Or do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanders, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And that is what some of you were. Pause. That's who what we were. Were. Used to be, past tense. But... Mm, but but you were washed, you were sanctified, which means made holy or set apart. You were justified, which means considered to be right without blame in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the spirit of our God. Wow. And, and was that on any of our own doing? No. 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 God... God saw us through this. I mean, we were that spot, completely spotted and rightfully so um, in our sin. But through what Jesus did for us on the cross, he now sees us as washed and sanctified with a clean slate. He sees us as pure. And mm-hmm. it's hard in our human minds to, to look at someone that way mm-hmm. when they've hurt us. But have any of us been hurt in the same or sinned against in the same manner that God was sinned against in every way. We were his complete, total enemy. But God, through his grace and the sacrifice Jesus made, has remade us Mm -hmm. in his image, remade us to have the the form of God living within us, to be that image bearer. But it's hard for us to see our spouse that way. Well, and especially, and this is why we talk so much on the podcast about forgiving and mm-hmm. forgiving quick mm-hmm. because when we begin to stack up those unforgiveness it's impossible to see our spouse as that verse says as Christ does mm-hmm. it really is and i can't do it i mean even when i'm not even when i am in you know having forgiven you and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff if i'm not abiding and i'm not walking and i'm not um, connected to the vine, to Christ, and I'm not uh, allowing his life to live through me and producing the fruits of the Spirit, then I can't, I can't put on those lenses myself. Right. That's, I can't see you in that way apart from him. Why? Because that verse is it's how he sees us. Mm-hmm. And he did all of that redeeming work. He did all of that justification, all of that justifying work in our lives. We can't reproduce that. I mean, I could do it for a little bit. If you're nice and the situation is great and the circumstances are great, then yeah, I can see you, you know, in, in I can see you that way for a moment. Mm-hmm. But I can't, I can't sustain that apart from mm-hmm. Christ. And then you want to throw on top of that unforgiveness. Now we've seen couples walk through infidelity and some really egregious hurt in their marriage. And I've seen it both ways. I've seen couples that have um, done the right thing and they've forgiven and their marriage is stronger Mm -hmm. and their love is deeper and better than ever. 
And then I've seen those couples that didn't get stuck. And they got stuck. And one or both of them harbored bitterness and harbored hatred mm. towards the other. And there is no way on earth they're going to be able to see their spouse through any other lenses than adulterer or, you know, someone that they don't trust. Liar. I mean, paint whatever color you want the lenses. That's Mm -hmm. what they're going to see their spouse through. Mm -hmm. Well, if God sees, if my, so if, if my spouse is a believer and in Christ, then God sees my spouse. He sees you as his child. Mm. So, you know, whether you, you know, if, if I approach the son or the daughter of a king, how do I do that? I mean, you are the child of God, so you're the son, a prince, and you would curtsy. I would curtsy. <laughs> I would have more do. respect. You should do that more. And how would you treat a daughter? <laughs> <laughs> I would bow. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so, but that's the truth: is that we dare not treat. I would share my uh, smiley face mug to you oh, if you're watching on YouTube. You see yep, it. Yep. So, I would dare not treat royalty in a flippant unkind, unjust, hateful manner. Right. Yet we do it all the time. Mm -hmm. So through the power of the Holy Spirit living in me, then I need to ask God to begin to give me his view of you. Mm -hmm. And if I pray that consistently, and maybe you're you're listening and you're thinking, yeah, but you don't know what my spouse has done. If they are in Christ... I can begin to see them truly the way God does with his power. Yeah, I mean, if we if we use that excuse, you don't know what my spouse has done. Okay. Well, Christ sees us this way and what have we done? Right. And people say, "Well, but I'm not I'm not Christ." That's why we're saying this has to happen through the indwelling power, the image of God manifesting itself in you and out of you mm-hmm. this can this is a spiritual thing we're talking about mm-hmm. this is not a man-made object there's no way without him me giving him control of my life and on a daily basis right that i can look through those lens mm-hmm. and that's a choice i make daily when mm-hmm. i get up and i say okay lord today i'm surrendered to you and then it might have to happen again the next minute and then the next minute and then you walk in and you say something that upsets me and i'm like okay lord and this minute i have to surrender it to you it truly is allowing god to take off the lenses that are scratched and tattered mm-hmm. and putting on uh, the grace lenses yeah. And uh, and they talk about that in the book, The Grace Marriage, um, that the authors have escaped my mind the right Grace now. Grace-filled marriage. Grace-filled marriage. But they talk about that is um, putting on lenses, seeing your spouse through the lens of grace. Mm-hmm. And because, uh, man, as much as I mess up, I, I should show you grace, if not for the only fact that I'm going to need that grace. Yep. Um, but I show you grace because of what Christ has done for me. Yeah. And, uh, and that is marriage. That'll create a deeper, richer marriage, you know, a marriage that has mud on the tires, a marriage mm-hmm. that has, that has gone through mm-hmm. hell and back. You want a strong, wonderful marriage. You want to see your spouse in a new light, love them through the mess and forgive mm-hmm. big and come out the other side 
and see that God doesn't tie your heart together sure. in a deeper, more passionate, um, wonderful way. Yeah. So if I do begin to truly see you that way, then it changes the way I treat you. Mm. I begin to treat you with respect even when you don't deserve it. I begin to treat you with love even when I feel like you don't deserve it. I begin to serve you in a way that I'm serving as unto the Lord. Yeah. And um, I feel honored to be in a relationship with someone who is the child of a king. You know, I feel honored to have that opportunity to help encourage that person even when they're down. Mm. Um I would sacrifice for that person. Um, I treat them better than I treat myself. Mm-hmm. For surely. Yep. For surely. Is that the way I say that? Surely. Surely I would. Show enough. But, but the, um, yep. And the only way that we can see our spouse that way and love and serve them that way through that lens is if we have a proper view of God mm-hmm. and then if we also have a proper view of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we've talked a lot about how I see you, but I think next time we need to talk about how I see myself. So that affects Sometimes that's even tougher. Yep. Well, thanks for joining us today on the podcast, man. We hope you've enjoyed it and we hope this podcast is a blessing to you. Hey, if you're on social media, then you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Marriage Adventure and also check out our YouTube channel and hit that like and subscribe button.